In October of 1994, two little creeps disappeared in the woods near Danny Fastpaw's goddamn castle of blood while recording a podcast. 23 years later, this audio file was found. All right, hey, you little rats. It's another episode of Danny Fastpaw's goddamn castle of blood. The number one podcast in my bedroom. And uh, with me, as I sometimes have, uh, Sean, little Sean Grone. Oh, hey, everyone. Nice to be here. I guess I'm a big fart. <laughs> that is your role on the show. Yep. How have you been? Oh, man, I tell you, you know. Moving I'm- on. <laughs> uh, is it just me or do you sense like a presence in the studio tonight? Boy, I do sense a presence. And it's nowhere near Christmas time. What? Get- like a present? Oh, okay. <laughs> like a present? Let's pull out the old Ouija board <laughs> oh. and see who it could be. Great audio. Uh, let's okay. Let's both. We're that? both touching it. I'm not. Oh man, it's moving on itself very quickly. Definitely not Jay. our muscles. Jay. A. R. R. R again, or is it just a long R? I don't know. Probably two R's. Yeah, probably two. Oh. D. Uh, oh, now is the last letter Johnson. Oh, it's pointing to Johnson. Hi, everybody. It's Jared Johnson, oh, friend of the show, Halfway Okay. Oh, everybody. It's Jared Johnson. It's so good to be here yeah? in the Castle of Blood. It's really nice. It's deadly in here. Not enough crimson. It's, it's just a lot of creams, which you wouldn't expect. I just want the listeners of the show to know that there are many torches, and we are all three dressed as Harley Quinn from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daddy's little clowny girl. <laughs> you fucking naughty. I got to say right now, you're already about 10,000 times better than fucking Tony. <laughs> Poor Tony. <laughs> you're 10 thighs into a, bu- a bucket of chicken. That's what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> That's true. Ten, 10 thighs. I heard 10 thighs. Oh. We're smashing chicken right now. Oh, Poor Tony. God, there's so much chicken in the castle of blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, it's grilled. Mm. It's, so it's lower fat. No gluten. No, no glute. Um, Is you, there gluten in glute? chicken? In the bread. Mm. In the chicken bread? Well, they've deep bread a fried chick, hmm. chicken. <laughs> Is this it? Is all you had planned for the well, Castle Blood chicken talk? Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is being released on H-Ween, everybody. The, the best day to get free candy and have great fun. <laughs> Much to the dismay of Sean, who yeah. is protesting Halloween. I'm not. I had to... <laughs> Stop the world on Halloween, Sean. <laughs> I can't help it. Sean has a sign... And like a little uh, pumpkin out artistic outline on his door that mm-hmm. says, the only ghost we celebrate here is the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it, has, it has Calvin pissing on him. <laughs> uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's this motherfucker who lives in Franklin, Ohio. Yeah. You, Jared, do you remember Blaha? Blaha <laughs> does not ring a bell. Oh, I like to be inside the inside of the joke. He uh, he like <laughs> Sean, runs. come inside. Come oh, on, okay. Let him sit down. <laughs> he runs like a heating and air conditioning company in Franklin, <laughs> and he always puts up a sign that says "The Only Ghost Something Holy Ghost." Well, I because mean, it's good to remember that during Halloween when you're supposed to be having fun and eating candy. Well, guys, I don't think you're being fair. Is there not room enough for both? 
having fun on Halloween and also like respecting and, and honoring the Lord. <laughs> Fuck that. Well, what? <laughs> no, Skeleton Ghost is the only ghost hey, that we're celebrating. Oh, Halloween. my goodness. Hi, everybody. It's me, Jesus Christ. I'm in the castle of blood. <laughs> I just want to say, uh, please don't give no candy to little fucking kids. <laughs> and a third of the fucking listeners are done. That is it. Oh, no, <laughs> they don't. We do have like a hardcore Christian uh, demographic. <laughs> they like it. They but tuned really, in the Castle of Blood for family talking. People like this fucking... <laughs> We're decrying everything they believe in. People like this fucking Blaha were like, I could either, either buy candy every year and bring joy to kids, or I could print out one piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll remind them the sweetness of uh, a life and an eternity in heaven. These Christians... Are so scared of Halloween. Yeah, it's still. They, how, yeah. how is it still a thing, though? It, they even on their church signs, they're like, "Oh, well, we're gonna have a pumpkin festival Hold or a harvest get together." Trunk or treat? Oh, trick. The yeah. word trick. Yes. <laughs> Too far. You have deceived me. Well, and my family. The reason they do that is so they don't have to go to a bunch of different houses. They put they fucking put candy in a in the trunk of people's cars. They and breathe the exhaust. Lot. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> so, is, is it really in the parking lot? Yeah, they go to the parking lot of the church with a bunch of cars, <laughs> open up the the trunks, and there's a bunch of candy. Are you in serious? It. I, the only cool trunks. fucking thing about people that believe that the devil is celebrating that we celebrate Halloween are those little comic strips that you used to get oh, from them. Chick those tracks. were fucking terrifying uh, when you tracks. were a kid. There is a, there's a Baptist church down the road from here that I will, on occasion, I've gotten two so far. They'll leave it in my mailbox, <laughs> and it's great. I, I'm into it. It's like when those, when we had those, got, like got those as kids, the artwork in those was like so beyond even comic books oh, at yeah. the time. It's really good. <laughs> I just made a monster noise. <laughs> What? I, I don't know. It, we'll see if it picked it up. But oh. I like, had to self-contain this like burp I had. And it was just, <laughs> I think it sounds like a crocodile or something on there. So. Play back the tape. Play it back. It wasn't that bad. We just listened to it. We didn't. Now, hold on. It. Before we get too far. Before we get too far. I, I This blows my mind that trunk or tree yes. is like car trunks. I thought it was like in a church basement and they just had like <laughs> a trunk. That's infinitely cooler than a bunch of like people in their Subarus uh, opening it up for yeah. So what notes. if it's like raining? So would you receive the trunk? <laughs> I mean, I, no, I or you, what's the treat? I think you, I think you reach your hand down into the trunk, and then I imagine like a parent's arm is like through the back, <laughs> and if it grabs you, you go You've to just hell. Been tricked. <laughs> no, you've been you trunked. <laughs> I think you're giving these people too much credit. They just have like a shitty pumpkin bag. Even, even, not even maybe that. Maybe just like a floral print, uh, you know, yeah. pillowcase with some Jolly Ranchers in it, like shit left over from Easter. Yeah, probably. Like white. Well, there's white oh, bunnies. Yeah. In there. <laughs> oh, I got a Halloween peep. <laughs> Trunk or treat? I like. I like peeps. Would you want a, an Easter peep for Trunk or treat? You know what? Honestly. A peep, the older they are, the better they are because they get all stale and lucky charmsy with their like brittleness. So I'm into it. Hmm. So, yes, but that's the only candy I would want. Do you remember how fucking awesome trick or treat was when we were kids? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was the best time of our lives. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all three of us. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember when we all three trick or treat? When we were <laughs> kids, though, at least, at least in the old country down in Franklin, the there was. Beer Parents didn't fucking walk around with you. No. It was like... We soloed it. And Halloween, like trick-or-treat, 
did not start until dark. Yeah, they yeah, like, that's the oh, thing shit, that pisses me dark. off the most about it. It's like Halloween is from four thirty to four forty five, <laughs> and and it's during noon the day, to noon fifteen, and um, everyone's Harley Quinn. Yeah, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. In seven, I wish I, there's pictures somewhere, but I need to find them. They're not digital; they're all analog photos. Uh, there is a Halloween in seventh grade, maybe sixth grade, where my mother, my wonderful mother, made me a Link from the Legend of Zelda video game costume. This is before you could just go and buy a Link costume, and I was legit and didn't wear pants because I was <laughs> a Link. So you just have the skirt. Yes. Please tell me you had like a blonde wig with like mutton chops. I, there. <laughs> I wanted it, but like we couldn't cut it the right way. So I just wore my, I just had normal hair with it and glasses. I, I don't want to see Sean with mutton chops so bad now. <laughs> my I had like Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. You should it was see the time. his fucking. God bless his soul. <laughs> You should see his passport. He's up there looking down on us right now for Halloween. Oh, Jerry. You should see Sean's passport where he looks for real like the Taliban. I did. It's, I'll put that in the Facebook group. Um, put that but, in the show notes. But everyone, I was going around and no one knew who the fuck I was. Everyone was like, oh, Peter Pan. And I'm like, I'm oh. not Peter Pan. I'm Link for the Legend of Zelda. Well, here's the thing is you fucked. It's, you're in the wrong. Because in Halloween, you don't dress up like good characters. You gotta be a spooker. Yeah, you're supposed <laughs> well, to be a monster. Well, tell that to all the pussy I mashed that night. Boom. What up? What up? This is paparazzi. I pussy mashing Sean Green. That's so gross to say, especially as a 13-year-old. But I did it for impact. So it's Halloween, guys. We're going to have a couple of swears, okay? Hey, we're going to bob for apples. Somebody might throw out a swear. Who gives a crap? <laughs> I never got into like a real pussy mashing phase, as you say, until <laughs> I started podcasting. Oh, <laughs> now the snap. wool's rolling in. <laughs> Snoopity snoop, get that I, snatch. I walk into any bar mm-hmm. in any town, oh my God. any night of the week. Yeah? What happens? And I tell them about my podcast. And I'm like, hey, ladies, who wants to slither slide? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> slither slide. Gross. JK, I spend most of my time alone. But uh, Halloween, like <laughs> trick-or-treating as a kid, yeah. it was like dark until like at least close to midnight. Like I might be like adding some nostalgia in my remembering, sure. but it was like all darkness and it, there were so many fucking people out there all dressed as monsters mm-hmm. and you were scared and it was awesome. Yeah, I liked it. But now it's reflective tape and daylight and parents. Parses and it's an afterthought, trophies. and it pisses me off because it's just a segue into fucking Christmas. Christmas, though, gets two fucking months. This is the Christmas special, by the way, too, guys. We're just going <laughs> to segue right into Christmas. I, uh, You know, I like Christmas. I love Christmas. Zanta. I love Christmas. I love Chili Bones. I love Jingle Rat. I love everything that Christmas has. But Jingle right now, it's rat. not for Christmas. Right now, it's Skeleton Ghost. Now, as, as we Skeleton keep Ghost time. Yeah. As we've mentioned on the show, and like uh, true listeners might know, Jared is a rapper. Yes. And he's primarily a holiday rapper, which is why he's bringing all these other <laughs> yes. holidays in. Which this is like act- my Black Fucking Friday. <laughs> <laughs> this is the holiday rap season it's of true. the holiday season. It's true. I mean, King High School used to do do like normal, regular stuff about like girls and, and football games, but now he's strictly holiday. I hate really that you don't do King High School stuff. <laughs> and I could barely get past the horde of interns you guys got working for you out there in the front office. Autograph this, autograph that. Hey, hands up the merchandise, huh? 
Do you want to tell our <laughs> listeners about your rappingness a little bit? I really just want to talk shit and break the swear cap for the halfway okay episode. <laughs> Most of our listeners, oh, though, dang. are like little kids no. that could really use something to piss their parents How off. How many children listen to the podcast? Raise your hand. Yeah, raise it to the sky. I want to see your hands. <laughs> are they clean? We get a lot you of okay. this young man. Okay, getting dark. We get a lot. Step a lot back. Of We're in the castle of blood. Child voicemails. <laughs> yeah, we've had some child voicemails, including Art Luke. <laughs> that is literally Sean calling you. <laughs> Hi, my baby. Hi, my right. So you're oh. not going to talk about being a rapper? I mean, I could talk about rapping. What do you guys want to know about the rap lifestyle? <laughs> I mean, do you, you could... know Biggie? <laughs> I know Tupac movie. <laughs> you can at least like throw out a website or something so people can check you out. www.longliveevil.com. We are the AXE a la Zulilu. I doubt that... anybody that listens to this show <laughs> will fuck with us. But on the one hand that you do, we're like Lovecraftian uh, leather faces that rap about killing people. And that's probably why these guys let me into the castle of blood or the walk. Halloween <laughs> Halloween special. What's yeah yeah no it absolutely okay right. Well, I mean you're welcome back anytime. I'll come every time. I will I will be here tomorrow. <laughs> well, no, we're not recording tomorrow. But Shucks. I mean, well, Sean, uh, a little a few people might know you also dip your toes into the rap game. Oh, I don't mean I don't mean to brag, but Let's see those toes. I got. <laughs> I mean, I got an alter ego Prince puppy. Man, raps Prince about positivity. Puppy. Haven't and cut chocolate. nothing yet, but I'm very, very lazy and don't come out with shit. So, Prince Puppy. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a sound a cat makes. That's actually. true. Well, so I'm all inclusive. Both of you being rappers. Mm. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. How much more does that make you hate Le'Veon Bell? <laughs> what? What is that? That's a football reference. Danny's going off Jesus the rails. Christ. Okay. Fuck Le'Veon Bell. Fuck the Steelers. Okay. <laughs> Sean oh, Sam. Hot wings, Mountain Dew. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, guys like them jets because they throw a big old pigger skin all, all down the road. Oh, get them all, Billy. Get them all in zone. Sean, this is Halloween. And the crowd Sorry. goes wild. <laughs> so. Get them all, Billy. <laughs> No, they call every football man is called an old Billy. Nope. Old, <laughs> right? Talking about goat, huh? Goat, huh? Goat, old goat, Billy. Billy goat, 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 goat. Randy Bullock, old Billy, goat. Tennessee Horn Dog University. Okay, old Billy goat. I don't know what. It Danny is. Fastballs, the Transylvania College. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh my God. So, I'm so lost in my, in my own home. Right shut now. up. Shut up. <laughs> you got any pizza rolls? <laughs> We're going to turn this up a notch. It's Halloween. You spookers better get your masks on. So I've been trying to be more social lately. Uh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Because I'm not social. Mm. Like, I'm here. Yes. I, I've said this many times. Like, here's my social activities. I come over here. And do a podcast for Yahoo Groups or whatever this is for. <laughs> I watch Supernatural on Netflix with uh, my cat. Good choice. I talk to Jared uh-huh. Johnson and that's me and Josh Johnson. Yes, that's not me, but that's simultaneously in a text message, mostly about football. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We like all the Johnsons here. Sure. You too, Eric Johnson. 
And I have like some people I talk to on Steam. But that's about it. All the so Johnsons. I uh, I decided to go to a movie. What oh. movie did you see, Danny? Three Dead Trick or Treaters. <laughs> What's it about? It's uh, it's like an indie horror movie I've been following. It's I've heard of it. It's really it's really fucking good. There's no dialogue, which what? makes it super interesting. It's like an anthology film, huh. but there's no dialogue. So how many different vignettes are there? Uh, there's four, okay. and then like an overarching kind of story. But I really fucking liked it, and uh, for whatever reason, it was because like, it was at an independent horror uh, film festival. And I was like, "Oh, it'll be people like me. I can meet people and like talk to people." But I didn't. Like, I don't know what no. I was thinking. Like, yeah. Well, the movie's not necessarily like the place to be social. Well, I know, but there's like a bunch of people like outside and going to different movies, not in the lobby and stuff. They're like, "Hey, you going to a fucking movie? I am too." <laughs> eh? <laughs> I don't blame you for not being social in that instance. It's but, hard. Like. The only difference between that and me going to like Kroger and trying to avoid people is that at Kroger, they're not like, oh, great Goosebumps shirt. And I'm like, thank you. And then walk away. But anyway, I had a good time all by myself. And then I drove home and it was fucking terrible. Like the goddamn driving buds I talked Mm. about last episode. Yes. The cars that follow me wherever I go with fucking headlights and just want to talk to me. They want to be friends with Danny the driver. I don't want to talk to them. So all the goddamn way down 70 or 71, whatever, whatever that highway is that goes north and south, driving buds, left and right. So I like... What's a driving bud? It's... I could be driving anywhere in the middle of the fucking night and there'd be like a car directly behind me and Who a car... Who wants to stay in like proximity of you? Yeah, like I will slow down In the purposely. name of friendship. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's... The- Let's link up, huh? <laughs> Tie them together. I will like slow down. To an uncomfortable level, so and there'll be like eight lanes, and they'll be like, "I'm good, right back here, bud." <laughs> I fuck, I hate that too. So I, I really hate that. I took uh, normally when I come back from Columbus, I go all the way down to like Waynesville, and then like take seventy three over. So this time, I like took a random fucking exit to just take like back country highways to, in the direction I would I thought hopefully was home. All the fucking driving buds came with me. Well, maybe okay. Did you ever? Did you ever venture a thought? That they saw you at the horror movie convention, and they were like, "That guy looks like a neat guy." Hey, hey, where are you going? Hey, where are you going? They're getting in the he's getting in his car. Let's follow him. Where are you them. going? I don't want to talk to the what driving would you bars. Do <laughs> if there was like sixty babarinos in one car, in, in one, one bus, and the horror movie bus, yeah, looking for some real smoochers. <laughs> was that a fucking screensaver that just popped up? Why? That's not good audio. <laughs> They can't see it, Danny. Damn it. On the <laughs> recording interface that we use here, a screensaver just popped up, and I have not seen it. It was a bunch of flying toasters. This <laughs> <laughs> is a maze. I have not seen a screensaver since the Headless Horseman was still alive. <laughs> Look, this is a R. very R. old computer. But anyway, do you do that? Do you pour a forties out on the curb for your homers? This is exactly what I was telling you what? about white people questions. Well, I thought that. Well, I thought for sure that it's what a rapper would do. I poured out a forty of unsweetened tea on Sean's lawn when I pulled up, and he's going to make assessments and judgments based on that. Well, I thought, where is your grill? Where's your tooth grill? For the listeners at home, Jared does not have a tooth grill. It is in my trousers. <laughs> All in right. my back pocket. Oh, my goodness. I can't talk on a pod man show with it in. <laughs> that makes a lot the of sense. The moment you pulled up, 
Sean, looking out the curtains, was dialing the police. <laughs> he was like, oh, sweet heavens, it's just Jared. His pants are too big. So anyway. I know it's. I know what that's holding. I get off this exit. There's trucks in there. <laughs> Forged checks. The driving buds follow me. I pull off into a gas station to wait them out. Jesus Christ, you're All nuts. I just... <laughs> Did you really do that? Yeah. That's so crazy. I do this all the time. Even around here, I'll like act like I'm turning right. Oh, hold on. This has evolved how I react to driving buds. Like normally, like it would be like a driving buds behind me mm. and there's like a, a road coming up to the right. And normally I would just fucking turn off on that road and then turn around down there. Sure. And then come back the way I was going. Now I turn like I'm going to right. And if they don't follow me, I'll just fucking swing back around behind them. And oh I my fucking God, this is a fucking then, this is an issue. I, I think we need to go deeper on this. And that poor person he just whipped behind is like, oh my god, this driving bud behind me won't leave me alone. But I, oh my god. The difference between me and a regular driving bud though uh, is I drive slow and I don't want to be right behind people. Sure. But some of the time when driving buds make me mad enough, I'll do shit like when they eventually turn off, like into a neighborhood, I'll slow to almost a stop and act like I'm like Noticing where they're going. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm trying to make the world a better place. I'm not okay. Yeah, but anyway, uh, all the headlights cleared out, and then I turned onto the road, and then all the driving buds immediately came back and like were behind me for thirty oh minutes. God. Then I went to this goddamn Walmart. <laughs> Have you guys ever gone to Walmart? Hey, over here, I've been to one. <laughs> I think I've I've driven past one. I've never gone in. I fucking hate Walmart. Oh, I will Walmart not go to them anymore. Scourge of existence. It's really bad. I went in there. It was on my way because I went back a weird, crazy way and ended up in fucking Centerville. So I was by a Walmart. So I just decided to stop in there, whatever, grab some shit I needed. So I walk around like 10 minutes and because I don't know where anything is. So it takes me a while. Then I come back to the front and there's like the one lane open and a thousand people. Yeah. And they're all driving buds. <laughs> and <laughs> they're going to be. Why is the fuck? Why do they have the you scan shit? If it does, if it's, it's never open. open. I don't know because it's Walmart. It's it is there that place is the worst. Listeners, go to your local Walmart and burn it down. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Well with everyone inside it. Post it to the halfway okay Instagram. No, no. no. You'll get a Sabalba action figure <laughs> if you burn down your Walmart and send Hashtag Sean made me do it. No. Hashtag gotta get that Watto. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Please tell me that Watto is among the episode one figures. Yes, I, I think I have like three versions, yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. All the variants of Watto. <laughs> never knew he never knew which one was gonna be his golden ticket. Which one's gonna take off? <laughs> so anyway, I set my shit down. It'll be this Annie right here. On the Walmart <laughs> you're, buying, you're buying me a college education. <laughs> on the Walmart jewelry counter, and I left and went to Kroger, where things are civilized. Yeah. Kroger, if you those of you don't know, is a is a um, regional grocery. People know what a fucking it. Kroger is, and they you will stomp not. your ass out if you misbehave in there. Here, here's the thing: <laughs> even if they did, you know, are a rapper. <laughs> wow. Were you getting gin and juice, <laughs> no, and they kicked I, you out? I am a sentinel of law in a Kroger. Oh. You should behave accordingly. Being at Kroger, wow. You hear me? <laughs> So that was my experience being social. Well, well, I'm sorry you had a bad one, Danny. So my suggestion is not to do it. It's a step forward for him, though. I like it. Why don't I, you get on meetup.org? It just makes me fucking crazier. The more I try to, like, 
intermix with society, mm-hmm. the more I hate these driving butts. <laughs> well, I'm guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I might have driving butts too and have just not have noticed it. They're the worst. I might be a driving bud because it's kind of like it's kind of like that it thing totally where it's like is. If, if you're if you don't know a Michael Scott, you are a Michael Scott. And I don't notice driving buds, so maybe I am one. Sorry. I wish I knew a Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah. Do you drive right up behind people? I don't mean to, but maybe I am. Do you follow people endlessly, no matter what dark country highway they're going Why down at see night? What they're doing? Just trying to enjoy a podcast about Mr. Cruel. What? An Australian serial rapist from the <laughs> 70s and 80s. Oh, Jesus. Do you guys know about Mr. Cruel? Play us the audio. <laughs> Roll that beat. He's got it. He has Mr. Cruel. the fucking scariest police like mock-up ever. Because like he had like a custom kind of ski mask made. Jesus. Where the eye holes are like way smaller than normal eye holes. Ew. And like the mouth, oops, his mouth is real small. I'll show it to you guys. It's real creepy. Cool. Listeners will never get to see it. <laughs> they can look it up. Ah, it is uh it's really creepy, Danny. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you scared the Jesus out of me, Sean. Sorry, just playing. A, sorry, I just wanted to. Sorry, hold on. Sorry, I just wanted to play a little joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was wondering why those were over there. Oh, man. Well, it is still Halloween, everybody. So, everyone, let's get a little spooky tonight. <laughs> oh, guys, this was not part of the deal. This is too much. We're in the castle of blood. Oh, oh. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, that's a rat making that noise. Oh, rats. Oh, God. <laughs> I would like to note that Danny <laughs> is not making these noises. It is, in fact, Sean. I, I, I forgot about those at the beginning. I love that, like, <laughs> CVS ghost noise. <laughs> that's, like, my favorite Halloween noise. It's a good noise. That's really kind of the only spooky thing I had planned. Thank you. I well, did. I, I did want to talk about this though. This is actually really exciting, um, and I think it's going to bring some listeners to the show. One moment. The Qui Gon Jin collectible action figure. Uh, I, I do have a couple Qui Gons. Uh, speaking of which, everybody, if you want to get in on this Qui Gon. Uh, why don't you go ahead and jimmy up a, uh, a little uh, review on that uh, uh, iTunes? Um, you can do it by using your fucking computer, not your phone, and then complaining, well, you can't leave a review with your phone. You have a computer, don't you? Go to the library. I'm starting to get scared about asking for reviews because I'm starting to think that like we only have as many listeners as the current I reviews. Know. Isn't that so sad? I mean, we should just end the show and drive off a cliff. Honestly, in, in, in all truth, if we don't have a decent amount of reviews, I'm quitting the show. And so is Danny, especially Danny. <laughs> I'll just be sitting here by myself. They're talking about today. Actually. Uh, well, yeah, today. We're quitting it today. What is happening? Um, now, okay. In order to, to get some more listeners, because I am genuinely concerned about this whole thing. Um, about a Kindle. I, I, I've been working with some pretty... Hold on, let me plug this in. The spirits, the spirits are trying to talk to us. So I've been in in talks with some pretty high up people. Have you ever heard of, um, the upper management at Kings Island? (laughs) We're all going this summer for free. Okay. No, there's, there's, 
there's this company called Abutech. Abutech does this kind of weird kind of alternative, um, alternative advertising. And one of the things they're working on is working in advertisements subliminally into uh, syndicated television shows. Mm-hmm. So what they'll do is they'll get in touch with the people that were in these shows. Like let's say the show was um, Reba. Okay, so they would you, get with you play an episode of Reba backwards. No, it's nothing. It's nothing silly. This is <laughs> kill for Van. <laughs> no, there's nothing. I love She's it. a survivor. <laughs> She's got gentle hands, heart of a fighter. Or gentle heart. Heart, heart, of, heart fiber. of fiber. Heart of fiber. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's one of those things where... Um, no, it's not like that. You don't play the episode backwards and something funny happens. This is something that's actually just like in a normal, kind of like in product, like product placement in like community. You'd see a box of Pop-Tarts or something like that. It's sort of like that, but it's done with audios and it's actually reenacted by the actors. Um, so what I have done is I partnered with, uh, with NBC. We're able to get, I don't know if you've heard of these people, um, Amy Ryan, Craig Robinson, Steve Carell. And we were was able that- to... Was is Craig Robinson Daryl? Yes, and we were able to. Walking I'll show Dead, you here. I love Walking Dead. Oh, um, I'll I'll show you here. It's a little short video. I'll put this on the website. Um, it's a little a short video. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Let's scoop. How far? Four hours. Almost halfway there. We're only halfway. Halfway. Okay. You know what I want to do? I want to pull over and find a little bed and breakfast for when that? we meet in the middle. Halfway. Okay, halfway. Okay, halfway. Okay. So that is the first phase in our um, in our thing. We are working with the people that are making Will and Grace right now to get some in uh, both the past episodes and new episodes. Um, it's a pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly want to listen to this podcast now. But pretty, pretty interesting. I huh? never did before. Yeah, I know. I got the endorsement from Steve Carell. Yeah, it was. It was in. Uh, it's pretty magical, huh? So did you like pay for that in like 2007 and you just got around no, no, to no, using no. it? They just made that last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they're putting it in old episodes of The Office. Yeah, I don't remember that scene. I know. You haven't seen it yet. It's yeah. going to hit syndication here soon. They're going to reprint the DVDs and put them on Netflix. Um, it's it's kind of a big fucking thing. And I'm, I'm on the ground floor. That's why I was able to afford it. Mm-hmm. I take a loan out on my Subaru. Um I thought you already had a lien on that. I do. But they didn't know. A lien and a loan are two different things, I guess. <laughs> Got him. Up. So hopefully it works out. Otherwise, that Subaru oh is going to be your death. <laughs> it's going to be somebody else's game, though. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to get a sweet Subaru because of Sean's misfortunes. <laughs> I need my Roo. Um, so what do, you, what do you think? Do you guys- I liked it. <laughs> okay, you think we're going to get some? No, but no. I liked it. Oh. I think that once that Steve Carell money comes rolling in, you guys are going to get haircuts. <laughs> and Wait. it's going to be real fucking life. Did this, is the screen with like the website halfwayok.com going to appear in the middle of that office episode? No, I prepared that just for example purposes. Okay. I, I think if you slow it down frame by frame, you see the uh, the mascot on the skateboard real quick. Oh, Buzz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's there. I could have swore I saw it. <laughs> you're, you're, that's apt. Keen apt, eye. Keen eye. <laughs> the keen thing eye. is, what this reminds me of mm-hmm. is there's like a little band named uh, Journey. I think I think it was 
the family band of Jim and John Journey. Okay. But I, uh, I think I've heard of them. At the end of Sopranos, they oh. used their song, and Jim and John Journey were afraid <laughs> that that song would be forever associated with the end of Sopranos. Yeah. So this Avucorp. Well, yeah, is that what it was? That's what that sounds right. They're associating us with like Michael and Holly's breakup, which is like super sad. Yes. Well, yeah, actually, that is that is kind of sad. Great job, Sean. But but think of the payoff you get when they finally spoil old when they finally get together. I have not got there yet. Oh, goip. I'm I'm on the episode where Ryan gets hired. <laughs> That's a good one. Fire guy. <sighs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I brought to the table. Uh, and I, I'm hoping that it works. That's All it. Right. Very Halloween oriented. <laughs> yeah. We kind of blew our Halloween wad all month. And then can we I tell you every episode? <laughs> well, I know, but here's the thing. Here's we should th- almost not talk about spooky shit on Halloween. You're right. It, well, we certainly can't play any spooky. Spooky uh, voicemail messages because guess what, everybody? You failed us. Not since John have I been so disappointed in our fan base. For heaven's sakes. Uh huh. <laughs> it is. not made up with John since then? Uh, no. Well, he's fine. I've not been so disappointed in our fan base. Uh, we have no thing to show. It's like it's a well, it's like Christmas morning and there's no presents under the tree because old Santa got drunk and fell off the fucking carriage. They're gonna close it down. Yeah, well, they know maybe, that they haven't. They don't have any voicemails and it's over. Maybe the only Christmas ghost they celebrate is Jesus Christ. Milton Berle. This Christmas creep has already gotten into. Uh, yeah, under here. It's your fault. Sorry. You continue to fucking talk about presents. Oh yeah, I do like presents. Halloween presents. Mm-mm-mm. Speaking of presents, yeah, wouldn't it be nice if uh, you moved into a house and like got an extra little bonus you didn't know about? Yeah. Well, yes. What kind of extra bonus? Do oh, you? I mean, yes. I'll get to that. Have you guys heard about? Uh, it's been like in the news the last couple of years. I'm not sure like who all really how like widespread it's known about, but uh, there was a house in I think Westfield, New Jersey. Have mm-hmm. you heard about this? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> no, oh. I haven't. Yes, and? Well, it led to a fun little lawsuit. Oh. And uh, I'm just going to read. I'm going to skim. I I've, don't have my show notes because I left them, so I kind of oh. skim through it. But sure. it won't be sure, too hard. Sure. But it led to a fun little lawsuit. Uh, I won't read people's full names because that's kind of weird on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was a couple who bought this house in Westfield, uh, Derek and Maria. Brodus. Oh, I guess I am just saying their full names. <laughs> They're the plaintiff. Brodus. Now tell me when this this uh, lawsuit gets kind of weird. I'm going to read the list of the defendants. We have John Woods, Andrea Woods, Chicago Title Insurance Company, A Absolute Escrow, Escrow Settlement Company, Incorporated, and The Watcher. <laughs> Oh, he's at it again, guys. Watch your watch. <laughs> Have you guys heard about the Westfield Watcher? I've not ever. Okay. So uh, I'll try to scroll through here a little bit. Um, basically, uh, the Woods are who sold the home to the Broadduses. Uh, they're, for whatever reason, suing the escrow company and the title insurance. I don't know what those things do, so I don't know why they're That's adult sued. talk. <laughs> 
And if you go down to number six on this lawsuit, that's gross. Well, French paper, guys eat snails. <laughs> sorry. Uh, number six is against the Watcher. Was is the writer of the threatening letters, and also claims a right of ownership and our possession to six five seven Boulevard, Westfield, New Jersey. So, basically, the lawsuit arises because the Broadduses are saying that the Woods should have warned them about the Watcher. What is the Watcher doing? Uh, he's sending letters. Um, let me scroll down to where it actually gets into the letters. But basically, three days after like the sale went through, yeah. before they'd moved in, they received the first of three letters from the Watcher. Uh, let's see here. Plaintiffs first learn of the Watcher's mentally disturbed fixation and claim to possession and or ownership of the home on about June 5th, 2014. Uh, after closing, when the plaintiffs received the first of three letters, wherein the watcher claimed the following with regards to the home. It has been the subject of my family for decades. I have, I have be, I have be put in charge. He's not the best writer of the watcher. Well, he's watching. He's not right. <laughs> I have be put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. <sighs> my grandfather watched the house in the 1920s. And my father watched it in the 1960s. It is now my time. Why are you here? I will find out. Now they have it to flaunt it. They pay the price. Tisk tisk tisk. Bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I, re- I requested? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. And I ask the woods to bring me young blood. I'm almost thinking the watcher might be a relative of mine. <laughs> I have a hard on right now after that. So after that, I, I hold on before we get in, into the next part, I have to commend the watcher for writing out disc to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, he's, he had to communicate his frustration there. <laughs> just do YouTube videos instead. It's anyway, funnier. the letters got more fun and started to say things like, have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. I am pleased to know your names now. In the name of the young blood you have brought me, have you found all the secrets it holds? Will the young bloods play in the basement? Ugh. Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. Uh, something about planning better, and a lot like that. That so, is actually super fucking frightening. So did they, so did they open up the walls? Uh, what they find? I have not heard anything about them looking in the. They never moved in. Oh, because they're being gigantic pussies. Like, I would have been like, I have a new friend. You know what I would have been like? Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a shrill scream from yeah. Sean Green. Oh, well, I'm a lady now. Shrill screams from Sean Green. <laughs> it's my, it's my, a Halloween vinyl record. <laughs> but They uh, did the scream. When, did, when was this posted? This started in, like, 2015, I think, because... They didn't bring up the lawsuit till like a year after they couldn't sell the house. The lawsuit just was dismissed, I think, this year. Uh, apparently, the Woods only received a letter from the watcher once, and you don't have to tell previous tenants like one-off events. Oh, so are they not moving in? No, they still have not moved in. But they in. own the house. Yep, and uh, the judge dismissed the case. So you can buy the house on 657 uh, whatever I said, Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey right now. It's like $1.2 million or something. Oh, geez, LaRue. How big I would just house? like to note that the next Halfway Okay Halloween episode 
will take place in the Watcher House. Oh my God. Donate now on uh, <laughs> Halfway Okay backslash Watcher. I just booked the tickets. Oh, Snickety Snoop. But apparently they've, re- they've received a letter <laughs> as recent as like kid. this year. Oh, another <laughs> Sorry. Sh- shrill scream from Sean Green. I'm so scared. But yeah, the Watcher is like still writing them letters. Some say he's watching this podcast right <laughs> well, actually, we get letters from a man called The Listener. <laughs> it's, 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 just, it's my mom. <laughs> sweet, sweet Mother Green. <laughs> Would you guys move into that house? I don't want to move to New Jersey. Well, yeah, that's true. That's the truth. Yeah, for... it's like the the corpses in the walls are one thing, but Jersey? <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, Jersey. <laughs> Happy this is Halloween! Our segue for everything, idiots. Hold on. <laughs> Eat it, Jersey. Get fucked, New Jersey. We're dead. I'm just. I've never been there. I'm sure it's nice. I have been there. It is not nice oh. or quaint. Well, I've seen the Saprunis, and uh, they make it seem really good. Did you go to like uh, any place from the Sopranos opening when you went to New Jersey? I think I uh, I drove on the same highway actually. That's actually, I don't, I, I don't fucking fact check that because I, I did, in fact, act like James Gandolfini. Yeah. And then they you later, some pasta. They later edited out the World Trade Center from the, the footage of you driving on the highway. Yep. And I had a, uh, a can of SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Just like in the Sopranos. And a cigar. I'm, I'm Dougie Soprani. Oh, meatball, come over here. <laughs> Can I have the buzz cord? Buzz them up. I got some fun, fun Halloween audio, mostly tailored to uh, Sean Green. And that was a gun. This is a little segment I call Blood News. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Say it again. Say it again. This is another segment called what? That I like to call Blood News. Blood News. Blood News. Blood news. Blood news. (laughs) Bugs and blood. Bugs and blood, everybody. We're back with blood news. You heard a shrill scream from Sean Green, and we got Danny with the blood news. We're going to send it over to our woman on the streets. Something name. Mummy. Yeah, Paul and Jess, we want to warn you, the details and images in this story may be a little unsettling, but the man I talked to tonight lives here at the Fairfax apartment complex. He says when he saw the red stuff on his walls, he called police. Oh, hold on. Okay. So red stuff on the walls, I want to say... Is it blood? The man in this story, I fucking love him so much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He reminds me of, like, Huel from Breaking Bad. Are you sure these driving buds aren't, like, police? No. Like following you because you're gross. <laughs> they know. Back to the news. Okay. Thomas Kennedy's son first noticed this. He said, Daddy, what is that coming down the wall? It's what made him call police after he couldn't wipe it away. I got a sponge and I wiped it. Soon as I wiped it, it started coming down again. Kennedy eventually called Midwest City Police. They never came into my apartment walked in there and they looked so that they looked at it that what they said this is blood police went upstairs and discovered his neighbor this had died blood. police Gross. said that looked like he uh fell 
and hit his head. This is video Kennedy took of his apartment after biohazard crews were called to clean up. Parts of the wall and ceiling have been removed. And because of all that, Kennedy and his family have been moved to another apartment in his complex. Now, we spoke with the medical examiner's office. They tell us the neighbor died of natural causes, and Midwest City Police say the case is closed. Live in Midwest City tonight, Mecca Rain, KOCO 5 News. Oh, I didn't follow that at all. So, it was a happy so there was ending. blood on the wall, and then now somebody's dead? No, what happened was the apartment above him, someone died and accidentally spilled all their blood when they died, <sighs> and it was dripping down into his walls and, like, coming through the wallpaper. Wallpaper. <laughs> he thought it was just like ordinary red ooze that like leaked out of your apartment. Uh, that's is that wall ooze. That is a strawberry and pop tarts feeling. <laughs> well, I, I'd be into that. But then he called the police and they said it was blood. I Goodness love that guy. So. <laughs> we love blood here at Halfway Okay. We love blood. <laughs> Halloween. Where's our Where's our bedroom intruder hip hop remix of that with the auto tunes? We need that. What? Blood, blood, blood. Yeah, right? <laughs> Auto-tune blood song. With oh. uh, the weepy voice killer coming oh, in. Featuring weepy voice killer. Don't, Don't talk. talk. Just remix. <laughs> <laughs> He's really become like a third co-host on this show. <laughs> All right. I love him. Moving on in blood news. Another fun story from 2015 that I like to call <laughs> the year of the blood. <laughs> All right. Good year, boy. I describe it as the nightmare after Christmas. Okay. okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who is that oh, talking? Boy. A policeman? Oh, no. Boy. A detective. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, get this. That's I'm signing the, all the paperwork. This. I don't care. I'm signing all the paperwork. This. Yes. That's the person that the news is talking to. Okay. This is the quote unquote victim in the story. Oh, boy. He needs to be. And he victim. said that, and they were like, let's run with that. <laughs> A Southwest Florida man recounting how his Christmas cruise took a horrifying turn and showing four in your corner the video of a bloody mystery. Good evening and thanks for staying with us for Fox 4 News at 10. I'm Amy Wegman. I'm Patrick Nolan. We want to warn you, this story contains graphic we images. Know. If you're squeamish at all, especially about images of blood, you I'm want to turn away you. now. Four in your corner is Lisa Greenberg showing you more of the video. That Guys, if you are very squeamish to audio descriptions of blood, you might want to... Skip forward about 40 minutes. Listen to Patrick. Pull over and find shelter. <laughs> they hold clues, though, as to what happened aboard the Carnival Ecstasy. Lisa? Ew. Well, Patrick and Amy, this family boarded the Carnival Ecstasy on Christmas Day for a spur-of-the-moment trip and say the first two nights of their cruise were everything they thought it would be. But they described the last night as a scene out of a horror movie. I want to warn you, the images you're about to see are extremely graphic. There's a poop. Now, what's funny... Toilet wouldn't work. Is, uh, like, in the actual newscast, in the video, when she's like, I want to warn you, the following photos are very alarming or whatever. The first photo they show is, like, the couple, like, arms around each other, (laughs) smiling on the boat. These are photos from a fun-in-the-sun Christmas getaway for Matt Davis and his family. But there's one image he says he'll never get out of his head. Out with no, that can't be right. No. Yeah. To look and see the elevator with just blood coming down like a sheet. What? And not stopping. It was a real life scene of the shining. Matt. 
I thought it was the nightmare after Christmas. <laughs> and the video, they're like, the video uh, is like right on an elevator where he's like, no, it can't be real. This can't be possible. <laughs> From the top of the elevator door, the elevator is like barely open. From the top of the door, it's just like a downpour of blood. I don't want to sound like a jackalope or anything, but I honestly believe if you go on a Christmas spur of the moment, fun in the sun, Christmas cruise, you deserve to see some blood. I agree. (laughs) You genuinely deserve to see gallons of blood. If I paid money for a vacation, I better see some blood. Exactly. Carnival. His wife, Susan, (laughs) say time stood still. It sounded like a rainstorm and they could smell the blood showing me cell phone images, telling me they were heading to dinner on the 10th floor of the Carnival Ecstasy Sunday night when they saw the horrifying scene. One of the crew people from Carnival was trying to get people to go back towards the restaurant. Come inside, please. She says, come inside, please. That fucking lady is like a company person (laughs) to the fucking end. Like there's a fountain of blood gushing out of the elevator doors. And she's like, Come this way. Does it explain what happens? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. The doors struggled to open. The couple tells me a man was inside. We ran through the blood that was coming down. 45 minutes. Did you guys hear that or were you too busy gossiping to each other? (laughs) There was a man stuck in the elevator and the doors started to finally open and he like ran through the, the blood dripping down to get outside. Oh, God. So he was in it? He was getting drenched in blood. The man ran. He had out to of run through. Oh, so okay, got it. The blood fountain. <laughs> he no. can't wait till they dislodge the body out of the door. <laughs> I guess not. Well, I mean, if there's like, well, the elevators obviously I hurt. Got Christmas to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if the elevator's bleeding, you might be afraid it's gonna fall, <laughs> and then you it's just been stabbed. Go into the ocean. But this is my favorite part coming up. So let's pay attention here. Later, the area was sectioned off with a sign by the elevator reading, Sorry, but I'm not working at the moment. Matt has- That's the best part. Sorry, I'm full of blood. <laughs> Sorry for the inconvenience. I'm gushing a river of a crushed man. He was still uneasy and looking for answers. A waiter told him an electrician got hurt. And later, a carnival supervisor told him he passed away. Often, when an elevator is spitting f- like a torrential downpour of your blood, you do tend to pass away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Working on the elevator up here. A crew member, or somebody was inside behind that wall when the elevator came down, and uh, I mean, what happened? I don't know what happened in there, but something ter- terrifying happened. I reached out to Miami Dade police who are investigating the death. I can tell you what that racket was. Did you drop a flashlight? That was video of the news lady typing out a keyboard <laughs> to prove that she was really sending the email she's talking about. Oh, oh. got it. No. I didn't believe a it A spokesperson tells me by email the victim is a 66-year-old electrician aboard the ship named Jose Sandoval Opazo. He died Sunday night. The cause still under investigation. And I couldn't wait to get off the ship. The I just wanted body to apart, get off. Now, I reached out to Carnival headquarters to learn more about the cleaning process and see if the ship is still being used and have <laughs> yet to hear back. Bitch. The family did tell me Carnival offered to pay for them to go to three counseling sessions. In the studio, Lisa Greenberg, Fox 4. And when you cleaned up that dead man, what was the cleaning process like? <laughs> the most fucked up part about this video is that 
the news is playing the victim to be the person who whose dinner was ruined. Yeah, I know. Because they saw this like crushed electrician's blood streaming out of the walls. Guys, look at my miracle after Christmas. <laughs> Ugh, I haven't even seen his face and I know I want to just Yeah, you it. probably would. He was not that good looking. Ugh, I only want handsome victims. <laughs> but like, for real, they like barely even touch on the fact that like who the dude that died was. Luckily, though, this has a happy ending as the cruise ship has offered to give movie tickets to anyone who saw <laughs> the bones and blood. Three free, three free Fandango <laughs> vouchers. 5 p.m. matinee of Captain Ron. <laughs> for, anyone, like, for anyone whose dinner was uh, briefly inconvenienced by the shitty electrician's body <laughs> liquefying in the elevator, uh, we have... Uh, we have advanced movie tickets to go see M. Night Shyamalan's The Elevator. <laughs> what is that one actually called? Elevator? De- elevator? We, we settled on Developator. That's it. That, <laughs> boy, what a, what, a, what, a, what a twist. The twist is that you are the elevator. That is the that end. The, the building's moving. The elevator stays. <laughs> Holy shit. And the devil's doing it. Oh, my God. He owns the building. I hate that devil. Get out of my soul, you old devil. Go sit on attack, would ya? It's about time Sean repented. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see it. It's a time of intervention. It's, well... Happy Halloween. (laughs) Happy Christmas. Man, you know, that was really gross and bloody. And and it puts me in the mind of music. Whenever Mm. I think of blood, elevators, uh, and uh, walls. Puts me in the mind of... um, Groovy tunes. Jared, you like groovy tunes, don't you? Do I? <laughs> well, we're we're gonna we're gonna treat you to some GTs. You need the buzz cord? I do need the buzz cord. Whoa. Give me some of that bu- 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 buzz. Buzz cord. Get buzzed. The buzz network. This is a buzz selection on the buzz network. Pass the buzz cord. Breaks be to the architects. Now how long would you say we've been wanting to talk about this particular man on this show? Eons. Oh, God. Uh, how long uh, have we been fascinated by this man? Eons. Uh, since, honestly, since I, okay, about, it was 1999, mm-hmm. and there was a, there was a second uh, hand. Um, <laughs> there was a. Uh, is that is that is that uh, flashback music? Is that what that is? Yes, bound down. Okay, down, keep going. Down, it's about nineteen ninety nine, and actually, it's distracting. I'm sorry, okay. I can't. I will stop. <laughs> you asked for it, my friend. I liked it. I think we all liked it. Giggle pumpkin, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's my new nickname. Giggle pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Old Giggle Pumpkin Green back on the scene. Back, back on the scene. So it was 1999. And, and it was this. Okay, you know what? The kids want to know. I'm sorry. I, I'm actually really invested in what to, we're about to talk yes, about. Yes, this so. is, you should always take this seriously. So there, 1999. And I would go to this secondhand uh, CD place all the time. It's called Disco Round. People might remember. Anyway, um, they had this 99 cent bin. 
where they would just have like the weirdest shit. And I would just buy gobs of this stuff. I, I sometimes I wouldn't even listen to it beforehand. I would just take it and cause it was cheap and I would basically base it off of the art. And I found this one CD called Maskell. It's a self-titled album. It's called Maskell. Have we ever talked about Maskell with you? I have never heard of Maskell. Oh, okay. okay. I, <laughs> it is, it's a special thing. And we're, we're going to play a song in its entirety. Um, and, uh, and we're not going to talk over it or anything like that. We're just going to play it, but I want everyone to listen to it, listen to the whole thing. And then we're going to talk about, uh, the music, the mythos and the man and the mystique and the mystique. You guys are in for a treat, a Halloween treat.
Everybody. Riveting. <laughs> that song was called Hollywood Gypsy. That, well, that song was called Hollywood, Hollywood Gypsy. And it was sung by Scared Dracula. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of it? It sounds like Robert Smith of The Cure had a baby inside of a Hot Topic bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and it grew up. Yeah. And it was a vampire. Oh. But it was afraid to tell people that it was a vampire. So it wrote songs to kind of convey its feelings. Huh. Actually, that might be, that might sync up kind of with the mythos. So, so Danny and I at different times have, and other other friends of mine that I've introduced this to, it's all been kind of like a, a kind of a, in the back of our mind, kind of a searching for, for sugar man kind of obsession (laughs) for us. Well, to begin with though, like, like I'm sure a lot of the listeners are feeling like, oh, it's, a funny, it's funny. Oh, it's a no. joke. But it became something that we legitimately enjoy. Yes, it is easy to laugh at it, but I I have jammed to fucking Maskell more times than I've laughed at Maskell at this point. Yeah, absolutely. It's I we love it. And and searching for stuff on the internet, searching for stuff on the internet is is almost an impossibility. I think back so okay. Troy Maskell, we believe his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh released this on like CD baby. I don't even know if CD baby's around anymore. Well, and it still exists. Does it? Okay. The name, the name Troy, we've only found that in like that review, right? Yes. There's a couple, maybe two reviews. I've seen maybe three reviews. One was basically just ripping it apart, saying it was terrible. The other one kind of talked a little bit about what I guess the rumor was, uh, about where this came from. It, mm-hmm. it was somewhere. It, it, so it's, 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 I'm assuming that it's, it's Maskell's own label. It's Unicorn Records. Does not exist. <laughs> Unicorn Records does not exist. We've searched and searched <laughs> for countless hours for their headquarters. I've I've looked I looked through old I've looked through like um like uh you know like websites where they would have like business names and, and business names that are, you know from the past and shit like that. I've never been able to find it. So at, I'm assuming it's all self published. At least fifty percent of Maskell's web presence is that Tumblr you made. Yes, I, I do have a Tumblr where I've I've actually posted every one of the songs. So look up Maskell, M-A-S-K-U-L-L. Um, and then I also, uh, there's a couple, I think back in like maybe 2013, someone like talked about this briefly, but they were basically just rehashing the CD baby thing that we, that we found was just a review saying, oh, this is awful. And um, I guess the rumor was that Troy Maskell, apparently the guy is named Troy Maskell, was diagnosed with HIV AIDS, and this was his album coping with that, mm. which makes it even more, like, kind of sad. Well, because I feel does. like a big fucking dickhead. <laughs> well, no, but kind of, well, I mean, kind of, 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 you, you mentioned a vampire that didn't want to reveal that he was a vampire. I imagine, you know, in what? I think Troy Maskell would have liked that description. Yeah, I, I think he'd be fine with And the it. source for that rumor, I'm pretty sure, was, like, like it just an internet comment on something. Yeah. So who knows if it's actually true? Who knows if it's actually Troy Maskell? He could be alive and, and working at some goth club, sweeping up clove cigarettes at this point. We who knows? He could be working at a Discovery Zone <laughs> with a nice haircut and an yeah. orange polo. He could be the head vampire by now. Yeah. Possibly the for alpha. All we know. But I, I could I, be the alpha for you supernatural listeners oh out there. Boy. Okay, get a room. But basically, <laughs> I wanted to post. I'm posting the songs uninterrupted in their entirety in hopes that like something will see it and scrub it and we'll get a cease and desist. Yeah, we want copyright claims so we can get in contact 
and find the truth of Masco. I am desperate. So anyone who has like better Google foo than we do, Masco. Troy Maskell, CD Baby, Unicorn, Unicorn Records. Records. Spell out the Maskell. L-A-M-A-S-K-U-L-L. Um, the artwork itself. I've, I've done, you know, you can do that Google image reverse search thing. Mm-hmm. I've tried looking up that artwork to see if that artwork is from anything. The artwork that looks like an odd painting of like Vincent Valentine. Yeah, it's really bizarre and green and is strange. Is that Valentine's father? Hmm? Is that Jill Valentine's father yeah. and or brother? I'm sure in someone's fan seven. fiction it is. But. Oh, okay. Um, I'm erect. <laughs> it's, I, I, I don't know. I'm enthralled. I'm enthralled with Maskell. I have been forever. Uh, I've always wanted to be like, let's make a documentary research for him. I just, I, but I'm pretty sure we're never we going to find Have seen Maskell? Him. No. There's, maybe he's a mask in the skull. Mask skull. <laughs> I'm serious. Isn't that the spelling, though? There is an artist that goes by mask the name skull. Maskell, though, too. Yes. There's... Maskell 2? No. <laughs> Maskell the T-O-O. Sequel. The next journey. So, I mean, if you're going to help us on our search for Maskell, you're going to run into this artist, too. Maskell mm-hmm. And if you use the name Maskell... Find it's going to be creepy stuff. So. Find me, Danny. I'm a listener, Danny. <laughs> but we have a, I mean. Those... I'll be a driving buddy. <laughs> I'll drive with you any day, Danny. I would let Maskell drive with me. Aww. Can I drive <laughs> on the territory? <laughs> you know what I want? Do Is there still GPS, like voice GPS? Mm-hmm. At Maskell? GPS. Okay. <laughs> That one at the graveyard. <laughs> Sorrow's path. But a lot of his songs are about like <laughs> you know weird future sci-fi stuff too. Like he doesn't yeah. he never even talks about Batman those are visions. Well, see that's <laughs> yeah, that's Teachings. one of the things that makes me doubt the age story. Because anybody that would fucking write a song about sci-fi cannot contract <laughs> HIV. Or, or, but, but maybe... He's trying to look to a future that he doesn't have. Is that what yeah. you're thinking? Maybe, but... This is... It's getting... Danny, what's it getting a little bit right now? It's getting a little dark. <laughs> Get on dark. I thought I saw a bat fly by. We're getting a little mask off. <laughs> How about wait, mask off? Little mascals. I like it. So you help book. us find Troy Maskell. Maskell, if you're out there, call in. Yeah, please. That I, would be fucking amazing. Or anyone can find any information. We would love to hear it. The Bronson boys are very good at the internet. Uh, 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 do they actually listen? Or do they just comment signal? on they shit? They don't listen. Mm-hmm. You should send a bat signal for the Bronson boys. <laughs> Bronson, we need you. <laughs> The Bronson, Make fun of this man. That's all they'll do. The Bronson boys, it does sound like a group from like Twin Peaks. <laughs> Those Bronson boys are serial rapists. <laughs> Fuck it. That they is are, true. They are rapists. Those are rapists. Bunch of Mr. Cruels. Bunch of, bunch of Harvey Weinsterns. Ugh, everyone's the worst. This world is blood. That's the real horror story, everybody. Here's, here's a spooky story for everybody. Sean, it's Halloween. <laughs> You're right. Sean's dying to just be like, American Horror Story, that's Trump for you. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about what, what's going on? Would that make you feel better, though? Because Halloween is also about exercising demons and feeling better. What do you mean what's going on? I just, don't know. With Harvey. Are you talking Harvey about the release of Boo From too? Sabrina, <laughs> what you wanted to talk about? I Look, man, I'm not trying to harsh anyone's. Go on. Uh, 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Now that, okay. In now. The info <laughs> I can't do the soupy voice in anymore. The info okay. Treacherous path. Turn around. I can't. Sean, I can barely see it through the murkiness of the night. I don't even know what. I'm not doing a rant. I'm sorry. I'm not giving you a, a perfect time to play your little your little tape. I was mostly I wanted to segue into uh, Indian folklore. What's Indian folklore? It was one of me and Jared's music singles from the nineties. <laughs> it's just us saying Indian folklore over in over the X Files theme. Oh. Cool inside joke, guys. I'm sure the goblin? fans and me really uh, like it. Hey, well, guess what? Halfway okay is you're in now. <laughs> Congratulations. You are somebody. Now. When, once you're in, you'll want to get out. Believe me. Oh, you can... No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not expanding onto this. Typically, though, if you're in the inside crowd and halfway okay, that leads to us feuding with you. Yeah, typically you'll make us mad <laughs> in some way. So watch your P's and Q's, unless nerds. Unless your last name is Johnson, then you have immunity. Yeah, pretty much. You could post whatever Shout you want. Shout out wanted. to Josh Johnson. Oh, Josh Johnson. I don't think he listens. He doesn't. He's a magic man. He did join the the friendship group. Yeah. Oh, which you guys can do, too. The Halfway Okay Friendship Club, available today on your Facebook device. Uh, enjoy it. Oh, I also wanted to um, plug on November 1st, which is coming up, you little harbingers of doom. Uh, the 12 Musketeers calendar will be Ugh. going on sale <laughs> at 12 Musketeers, the number 12, musketeers.com. Uh, Only by Rake is month. And it actually, I, I, I have some little inside info on what it is. It's a pretty cool theme. It's pretty cool stuff going on. You might want to take a look-see. What is it? I can't tell you. Why? I'm sworn to seek. Why did you bring it up? Well, I want the. I'm teasing so the listeners will be like, I'll definitely purchase one today. It's Dalmatians. Fuck, god damn it. Why do I tell you anything? Okay, well, it's Dalmatians, everybody. God damn it. <laughs> that Sorry. one's in a fire truck. <laughs> <sighs> one thing I wanted to talk about, too, and it's not really Halloween specific, but it's like something that always like creeps me out. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those weird things where... Uh, is there ever like a topic or a subject that you're interested in whenever you like think about it, like you'll happen to then articles about it will pop up on or, Facebook or you'll see like it on that. TV. And yeah. yeah. Well, have you ever heard of uh, Sabina and Ursula Erickson? No. Uh, they are twins from Sweden. And every once in a while, like at least once, once a month, like there's actually a, a documentary that the BBC put out about them that I'll like watch that or whatever. But I was thinking about them the other day and then like maybe 10 seconds after I was thinking about them, I scrolled through Facebook and there was an article someone had posted about them, but they were born in Sweden. Not a whole lot is known about like their childhood. Uh, although they know that they like lived in like kind of poor conditions and they had an older brother. But eventually, uh, Ursula moved to the United States, and Sabina moved to Ireland. Uh, and then one day, this was... See, I, if I had my show notes, if I didn't forget them, I would have better details. And a lot of this is just going off memory. But let's just say, some years ago, they decided to get together and have you know a little reunion. So Ursula went to Ireland. And I want to say within like hours of them getting back together... They immediately left on a ferry to go to London or Liverpool or whatever. Then I think they took the bus to London. But the first thing they did when they got 
into England was like go to the police and like report like odd concerns about Sabina's children who she'd left like with their partner back in Ireland. And so, I mean, it's starting to get weird. It's just like odd behavior that as soon as like they meet up, they leave together for London. So they get on a bus, like actually towards London proper. And they, they refused to check their luggage. And the bus driver said that they were acting like erratic and strange. Okay. Uh, so they stopped at like a rest stop area like kind of along the motorway. I guess buses have those in England. And the bus driver refused to let them get back on from the rest stop area unless he was allowed to inspect their luggage. They continued to act weird as fuck and refused, so he abandoned them. And this is not like an area where like you can walk away from. It's pretty much like buses can pull up and you'd like rest there or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they do, maintenance or something. It's not an area built for like pedestrians. It's like a motorway. It's an M6, maybe might be the name of it. So anyway, he leaves Sabina and Ursula there because they wouldn't, they were being real weird and wouldn't let them check the luggage. So they start walking along the side of the motorway. And I believe the bus driver called the police because they were acting weird. And then like other pedestrian or other drivers called because there's two fucking women walking along the motorway. So the police respond. And one of them uh, had a film crew with them because it was like the UK version of cops. <laughs> okay. Oh, Bobby. So I think rough gents, rough gents, what you gonna do? I right? think that's what this that's what adds a lot to this is because you can actually see video of some of the things that oh. happen and it gets stuck in your mind. Uh, but the police stop them and they're acting very strange. They don't want to. You know, they don't want to go with the police. They want to just, like, keep walking and get away or whatever. Uh, eventually, the police, it seems like they start to kind of calm them down. And uh, all of a sudden, Ursula shoves the cop away from her and runs out into the road, right into the side of a truck driving by, <sighs> and her legs get smashed and destroyed. So the police are like, what the fuck just happened? They're like in shock and like trying to, they're starting to stop traffic or whatever. Before they do, Sabina pushes the cop that has her away and runs in front of like a sedan and gets smashed in the front and like somersaults over. And it's not the best footage because they like. The, oh, there's footage of this? Yeah, the film crew Jesus wasn't like expecting, no one was expecting them to run into the highway. But like you can see Ursula run out into the road and then like over a cop's head, like run into a truck and then like fly in a weird direction. And then Ursula or Sabina is pretty good because she flips in the air from the sedan. So Sabina, they finally get traffic completely stopped on this side of the motorway. Uh, Sabina is unconscious for like 15 minutes. So she's pretty easy to deal with. They go over to Ursula who the cop described her leg described her situation as her legs had exploded. Oh, Jesus Christ. She's like ruined from the waist down. Uh, and he's trying to calm her down and get her to stop moving. She's trying to continue to move. And like get away or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's screaming shit about like people stealing organs and like odd things like that. She's like spitting at the cops and fighting with the cops. And he's... The main cop that they interviewed is like shocked that she has any fight in her whatsoever. Cause like 
Her bottom half of her body is like destroyed. My PCP, like British PCP. Do they have that? That's there? what they assumed. They Fish ass- and chips. Oh, that's it. <laughs> they assumed it would be drugs or something, but like later they were completely clean. So he's dealing with Ursula, who is kind of easier to handle because she pretty much doesn't have legs now. Sabina wakes up. Uh, she tells the the officer she's with that she knows she's not real. She fucking slugs the officer in the head. This is a woman who just got hit by a car so hard she flipped in the air. Uh, she gets up, decks this fucking police officer, hurdles over the middle of the motorway, and runs the other side, and like barely escapes getting hit again by a car. So finally, this time, like uh, drivers have stopped and they're helping the police. It takes like three police. And three people who just pulled over in their cars to, like, stop Sabina from, like, running. And they finally get her and, like, hogtie her into, like, handcuffs and shit. And they take Sabina and Ursula to, like, first get medical treatment and then to, like, a mental health facility. So Ursula, whose, like, legs are destroyed, ends up being in the facility for, like, three months or something. Uh, Sabina, who didn't get the worst of it, they let her go the next day. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is this? America? Don Trump, am I right? Well, I think if I think if this is America, they probably both would have been shot. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very quickly yeah. into this. Uh, Plus, we don't tolerate exploding legs. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, highways. So, uh, yeah, it's real hard to make this kind of funny. It's like such just like a fucked up. Yeah, weird well, I'm thing. waiting for like some sort of like, they were really vampires. <laughs> yeah. So. And this is, like I said, it's not really Halloween-centric. It's just like a fucking creepy, weird thing that, like, always interests me. But anyway, Sabina, they let her go. They're like, oh, you're probably fine. You just fucking superhero through a car and, you know, punched a cop. Thanks, you know, thanks for stopping by. Here's some tea. So she leaves, and she's, like, wandering the streets nearby. And, like, a couple people talked to her and said that, like, she was still acting strange and said she was trying to find her sister that was in the hospital. Now... I forget this man's name because I don't have my show notes, but he's like a paramedic and like described by everyone as like a fucking awesome, real nice guy. He feels sorry for her. So he's like, it's late. I'll let you stay at my place. And in the morning, what a bozo. I'll take you. I didn't, I didn't get the impression that he was just trying to fuck her or anything. I think he was just like legitimately being nice. Uh, he's like, I'll take you in the morning. We'll find your sister. Everything will be all right. I mean, he was just concerned. Like, she wasn't, like, dressed appropriately for the weather. It was cold or something. So he takes her in. Miraculously, he lives through the night. <laughs> in the morning, he goes over to his neighbor to, like, ask for tea bags or something because it's England. Yeah. He comes back over, and his neighbor said he immediately came back out saying, She stabbed me. She stabbed me. Sabina stabbed him six times, like, in the chest. And this is why I get the impression that this guy was awesome. As he was dying, he was like pleading with his neighbor to take care of his dog after he died. Oh, for Pete's sakes. So he's a sweetheart. So Sabina runs, gets out of there. Uh, Another person is like driving by and sees this lady running down the street, hitting herself in the head with a fucking hammer. So he gets out. He's like, okay, someone's fucking snapped or something. I got to help this lady or she's going to kill herself. He gets out, like, tackles her so she stops hitting herself. 
Somehow she takes out like a roofing tile she had in her bag and smashes him in the head. <laughs> runs away. There's an overpass nearby over another fucking highway. She jumps off of it 40 feet high. Breaks both of her ankles and like part of her legs, but lives. Oh my God. <laughs> These ladies ain't meant to have legs, am I right? <laughs> Jesus. So they arrest her for murder. Uh, eventually, like the prosecution and the defense, they both do like mental evaluations. They both determine that she, at the time of the crime, she was insane, but she no longer was. Okay. That doesn't, okay. The, there's like a French term for it, foil de something that I don't know because I don't have my show notes. Foil de baguette. <laughs> but, but it's like, it's shared psychosis. It's where like, Proximity in relation to someone can allow you to see the same delusions. So I'm not sure if I, I think I saw Ursula, the one that was from the U S or who was living in the U S described as being her troubled sister. So I think it could have started with her, but basically them coming together. Activated their power of, of just being super crazy and having like, Super resiliency. Yeah. So Ursula, who had her legs run over by a truck, there was no charges against her. And she apparently moved back to the U.S. Sabina, who killed the person who stabbed him to death, uh, she got five years. Okay. Due to her insanity or whatever. And I mean, even the judge was like trying to like get across the point that the the sentence wasn't going to measure how bad the families felt about what happened but sure. based on what happened. And of course they weren't happy, but she's out now. And apparently like neither of them has had like any similar episodes. And that's Danny's idea for a romantic comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this summer. I like it. It's progressive. It's got lesbians in it. They're, <laughs> they're, they're twin sisters. Oh, Hey, hey I've and. seen games of Thrones. I can, it's edgy. Huh? <laughs> Ah, Yabo! <laughs> Yabo's real. <laughs> Zabo. Wow. Man, oh, Manson, that is, uh, that's creepy. So what was in the bag? I thought for sure there was going to be like a chopped up baby or yeah. something in the bag. I think they just had their regular shit in there, but like they were so, they thought people were going to steal their organs and weren't real or something. Wow. Can you imagine being so afraid of someone that you would run through a highway, get hit by a car, and then still try to run? It looks like they were on a drug. The drug was fear. <laughs> this has been Danny Fastball's goddamn Castle Blood, brought to you by Halfway OK and the Halfway OK Cuddle Kids. The Buzz Network. And the Pass Buzz. the Buzz Court. Praise be to the architects. <laughs> um, You know what? This has been a great time. Thank you so much, Jared, for being here. I'm more than happy to be here. Thank you guys sir, for having me in the Castle of Blood. You're welcome back anytime. Please come back. I will come back. Danny, it's great to see you I as always. I cannot stand being alone with this man. That's, it is terrifying. I can see in his fair. eyes right now. He's turning feral. I'm yeah, Will Ferrell. <laughs> no, I, I knew it. I knew you'd fucking say that. Why I ought to? Uh, play us out, Troy.
crown of thorns Prone in the eyes of time Memories blood and sin Never be washed away To see the earth from below Now will we We thought we conquered the world It look into the heart Oh, 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 oh,